Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. Over the last few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Hey everybody, I'm thinking about uh, daydreaming today, and the reason I'm thinking about daydreaming is because, of course, I was just daydreaming, and a lot of times I do my thinking slash kind of daydreaming uh, on the way to work or right when I get at work before I head off to the job site, and I was just passing by a bunch of office buildings, empty office buildings, nobody there, nobody in the parking lot, just the lights on uh, by the signs or lights on in their lobbies or whatever, and I was just thinking and kind of daydreaming slash kind of fantasizing about the day when I can have my offices. And I always wanted offices. I don't know why. I just like the the thought of having offices that, you know, I conduct some type of business in and uh, I'm able to go there and, you know, I don't know. And it's not a feel important because it's not really relative to anyone else or how anyone would perceive me. Just something that I wanted to be able to I have a building and I have an office inside that building and I have a company. I have a company inside that building that does whatever services or, uh, you know, goods we manufacture or whatever the case may be. But I was thinking about that just on the way coming in because it always makes me happy. It always makes me. Uh, makes me smile a little bit inside because I've I've thought about this. I remember when I was I had to be eighteen years old, seventeen, eighteen years old, because it was right when I uh, got out of high school. And the one thing that I wanted the most, the most, the most, I saved up all my money when I was working at McDonald's uh, over the summer. I saved up all my money and I wanted a desk, but I wanted like a a big office desk, like with a it had a hutch on there and cabinets and. It had a printer card and, you know, all t- sorts of files and stuff like I just wanted that. I wanted the office. I wanted that, you know, really bad. And I didn't have, I had no idea on what type of business I wanted to get into or what I would even do. I didn't even have a computer at that time. I didn't have, I didn't have a typewriter, nothing. So uh, I went with my mom. I remember to go get the desk and I'd saved up all this money and they sold out of it. And I was super, super disappointed. I think I might have even had it on hold, but they had sold out of it, so I couldn't get the desk in. And I ended up spending the money on something else. But um, what happened was, like a year, was it a year later? No, it had to be a little bit later than that, because I, I had that desk at when I still lived at home with my mom. So I, I bought the desk a little bit later, not, a, not quite a year, but maybe four, four to six months. And I I loved that desk. I would, you know, the only thing I really could do, I would do, um, I think it was, I, I might have still had a little homework there. So I would do a little homework there. If I had any work to do, I would, um, I know for a fact, I would read my Bible a lot there and do like Bible study type stuff. 
at my desk a lot. Um, didn't have, like I said, didn't have a computer, so I wasn't doing wasn't doing much research there. But I would use my desk for like almost anything. Anything like if I had a thought, if I wanted to write something down, use my desk. I had all sorts of books in there that I had from a kid, some encyclopedias and stuff in there. I pen, I bought like pencil, uh, like a pencil holder and like all sorts of office type stuff. And <laughs> all that stuff just really interested me. Like, I don't, I don't know why it always interested me that, that, and surprisingly, like I found it really therapeutic to, um, like clean the church. Like I, like when I got a key to the church that I went to at one time, that was like the most therapeutic thing for me to just go there and sometimes just clean up stuff or I would go to the practice too with drums, but it was just so therapeutic just being there by myself, cleaning up, you know, um, vacuum or wipe down stuff or take out the trash or whatever the case may be. It was really, really therapeutic to me. And the office thing is kind of, kind of that same wavelength. It kind of occupies my mind and you know, it's a, it's a peaceful place. And I guess that's why it's so problematic when I go into offices, you know, for jobs or whatever, and it's chaotic like that. I'm like, I can't do that. Like, I can't do a chaotic office because in my mind, it's always peaceful. It's always uh, serene. It's always, you know, as I imagined it, because that's the type of type of environment I would create if I had an office. So, it it you know, it's something that I loved, you know. And I, I guess every time I see it, it kind of reminds me of that, that I love offices and that I love, you know, just the idea of ownership, the idea of, and I, I can't even say it's the, the idea of ownership. Cause I, like I said, it never was about, you know, anybody else or never was about, you know, you know, having a bunch of stuff. So it wasn't about, you know being wealthy or nothing. It was just about having a purpose, I guess, more is what it, what it's mostly about. Having a purpose, a place to go to, and having established something that I can go and I can create my purpose and I can set the atmosphere inside that building and I can set the parameters and I can make a real change in my life personally. But as I got older, I kind of thought about that additionally. I can also make a change in people's lives who work with and for me. So just passing by those offices kind of reminded me reminded me of that as much as it does when I pass by there every day um about how how transformative you know just that little thought is and can be for me and like I said those who who would work for me or work with me and I got some business ventures always planning because I always do and I think about that because it could be a really really great thing and I'm very very close to uh, having a business that I can then put into that office that I've been imagining and I could give people uh, a decent place to work should I get to the point where I'm hiring employees. But I think about that because everybody should have something. It doesn't have to, to have to be geared toward anything because before I even had an idea about what business I would even want to be interested in, uh, I loved offices. I love, I just loved the the studiousness of it i love the i just love the clean the clean lines of office furniture i love you know just that you can sit there and you can create things that are you know important you can create things that are 
uh, fulfilling personally. You can just you can just create at a, in an office, and it's cool to me. But I know that that's not <laughs> that's not the reality of a lot of offices. However, uh, I also realize that in visiting my office, I create the reality. I could create the I could create the reality for my office, so it wouldn't be like any other office because it's mine. So I think about that. So I don't know. Just what just was on my mind today, and I guess it boils down to always having um, an imagination, some type of vision. It doesn't have to be fully formed, just some type of vision that makes you happy for, um, that makes you happy personally. It doesn't have to be for today or for future years, but just something that makes you happy. What do you look forward to? What's your vision? What's your push? And I think you should always have something like that. For me, you know, I don't know why it was office furniture when I was a kid or office space when I was a kid. And then as I got older, I got, you know, a comp- got computers and stuff and got into, you know, having a space to create and making music and stuff. And it 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 was accommodating because I had a, a place that I could go to and I wouldn't have to um, I wouldn't have to try to create in makeshift spaces like I had a dedicated area where I could go to do these things and I could focus my mind on these things or I could just sit there and daydream until I came up with an idea but it represented I guess it represented my own space it represented creativity it represented imagination it represented just a whole bunch of stuff I don't even know what the fullness of that that thought was because I I didn't have like a bunch of business ideas and stellar business acumen I didn't have any of that and who's to say I have it now but um I do have a desire to help people I I do have a desire to dream dreams because dreams are free they only cost you know being willing to have them and acknowledge them and give them give them roots in the physical world should you choose to so yeah that's that's just what uh just what I was thinking about when I came in, thinking about the offices and offices in general, and how, how for a very long time that was my uh, that my my happy happy vision, and it still is. And I can't wait until that becomes a reality. Hopefully sooner rather than later, and who knows? Uh, but yeah, I just you know, just thinking about daydreams and about future plans and uh, stuff like that. So I hope you you have your daydreams that you write down and that you think on if you don't write them down and I hope they still make you happy and don't frustrate you and if they start to frustrate you then that probably means you should get working on those daydreams that means you should probably move toward making them a reality if it's possible or take some step toward that goal take some small action toward making that dream more than just a dream all right Please walk Sparky for me. No way. <laughs> I'll throw in a caramel frappe. Ooh, make it a large. Deal. Get a sweet deal. $2 any size McCafe beverage on the McDonald's app. Between you and me, Sparky, I would have walked you for free. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Offer valid through 4322 or participate in McDonald's. Valid one time per day. McDonald's app download and registration required.